Yo, what up, though? It's your boy, Ayo. Reporting live from the culture. For the culture. Today is uh, February 1st, 2020. Happy New Year, first off. Um, doing the podcast with my uh, my dog, uh, Ra Rizza, a.k.a. Rizza's coming up shortly. Tomorrow's the Super Bowl. I'm rolling with uh, KC. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, think San Francisco's got a shot. Uh, if I recall today, the line as of yesterday, not today, or as of yesterday, was uh, one and a half for uh, uh, the Chiefs. But I, I think it's going to be an even bet by the time the game starts. Um, what I'm going to do here is uh, try to keep this brief as possible today. Um, with my man Fabulous uh, going over that old uh, Take It In Blood by Nas. This is a good track. Um, we're just going to make this more like a prelude or intro to a three to four part series, which is simply Be Like Mike. And... Uh, Be Like Mike was a Gatorade commercial that came out in the, the early, mid-90s uh, where it was everybody wanted to be like Michael Jordan. And as somebody who was the same age as the young, great Kobe Bryant, and if you haven't heard, he recently died in a plane helicopter crash with his daughter, and seven other people. I want to send this out to their families and just say RIP, you know, all the Laker Nation out there, NBA family, sports family, the world. I will say that, you know, I haven't seen uh, our country uh, this uh, unified behind something, you know, with the course of the politics over the last three years, probably the last five years, it's been a lot of split, but this is one thing I think we all can agree upon. It's tragic, especially with his daughter and his wife, Vanessa, and uh, also the families, the Alabetos, I believe I said their last name right. If I did say it wrong, I apologize. Um, and the pilot as well, their families. I dedicate this to their memories and these series that we're going to do honoring Kobe Bryant and here I go be like Mike in the mid 90s me being a huge Michael Jordan fan and as a as a bad boy Detroit Piston coming from Detroit you know we hated the Bulls we we hated Boston we hated Lakers that's why I'm not a Laker fan or now I've rooted for the Lakers for certain years and I rooted for Boston for certain years like because of KG, I wanted him to win one, and I wanted Kobe to win his fifth ring. I'm not a hater, but you know it was t it was difficult uh, rooting for Michael. I mean, but after they got past my um, Pistons, I had like a collage, and even my friends would tell you I have Michael Jordan uh, posters all over my wall. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of people thought you know because uh, uh, Tupac was 
at that time, my favorite artist that I got a ball head for him. I actually got a ball head for Mike Jordan in the Fab Five. But with that being said, you know, we want, I, I got the J's. I had the, the, the sleeve, knee sleeve over my left um, leg. And I had the, the sweatband over the left arm. You know, I had chewing the gum. I had my shorts baggy. I had number 23. You know, I, I just wanted to go out there. I had everything. I had the, the swag, the killer mentality. I played, you know, I even got my form like his, you know, I did. I tried to do everything like him, uh, all the plays that Mike tried to do. And I tried to be a killer like Mike, you know, you know, it came from being a, a big Isaiah Thomas fan and the bad boys were killer. But, you know, Michael Jordan, he would take the heart out of you. You know, he was the greatest. He was the goat. He was the best player of all time. Me and Kobe Bryant are the same age. Uh, you know, off by nine months. My boy, K Boogie, uh, who's going to be on here, him and Kobe same, shared the same exact birthday and year. Um, we all came out of high school the same time Kobe came out. And Kobe was able to actualize to be like Mike. And the be like Mike mentality, the be like Mike uh, paradigm Kobe was able to actualize that and I wasn't a Kobe fanatic or a Kobe stan I love watching Kobe but I was an MJ guy and and I had seen it before and I was like man he he's close but he no, no cigar but now after this tragic event I've had time, and even before that, even the last three weeks, I'm watching a lot of the stuff that Kobe was doing interviews for. I was watching a lot of that stuff. And what I realized was I was not jealous of Kobe Bryant's game, and I admired his game. What I was of Kobe was envious. I was 5'8 since... I was in the sixth grade when I got to Halley Open Middle School, you know, in Detroit, over there in Linwood. And I thought I was going to be tall. I was short in my, you know, for most of my elementary school years. But then I had a little growth spurt as I got into middle school. I am still five foot eight today. Probably <laughs> only weigh about 13, 14 more pounds than I did <laughs> when I was in the sixth grade. But what I have now in my revisionist history in 2020 being hindsight 2020, I didn't realize that me and Kobe were the same in terms of our personality, in terms of how we view life in the game. And I was scared to look at myself in the mirror and Kobe was that. Me looking at myself in the mirror. I was staring at the mirror with my back face to it. You know, be like Mike is the Mamba mentality for all you young kids out there that did not get to hear, excuse me, did not get to see Michael Jordan play. That was the Mamba mentality. 
in my peer view, my 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 purview, I'm able to see all that. That Kobe was Kobe. He had his own personality of his game as he got older. He had a little bit better left hand than Mike. Mike probably had a better cross than Kobe. You could say, how how can I say that Kobe had a better left hand? Mike's cross, to me, was better. Uh, they shot the three about the same. Jordan shot the three ball. If you look at his statistics on his last uh, years, he shot that three ball real good as the last three years as a bull. Uh, Kobe was a high-volume three-point shooter. It took a lot of three-point shots at the late in the shot clock, which reduced probably some of his percentages. Kobe was able to hit very difficult shots. He didn't quite get the spacing Mike could get. If you look on highlights, Mike was almost, there was never usually a defender within two, three feet of him. Mike knew how to create the spacing. But Mike was also a very difficult shot maker. He just didn't have to take those shots as often because he was able to usually able to get any shot that he wanted. But uh, as far as footwork, footwork was about even. Kobe did certain things better on the footwork on the box. And Mike did certain things better on the footwork in the box. But it was even. Mike was a better defender, slightly um, you know, Mike was about 6'6". Six, six. Kobe was a little bit just nah, I mean, a little bit taller than 6'6". Six, six. Not quite that much. Not that much. Um, Jordan had a 48-inch vertical core. Kobe had about a 42-inch. Mike had big hands. Kobe's hands weren't quite as big. That was the main difference there between their games. Not necessarily the jumping ability, because Mike didn't really ever really try to put that much effort in trying to jump. Uh, but it was the hands. Mike was a little bit more cerebral in terms of uh, his leadership. But Kobe was an excellent leader, too. Jordan set the standard for today's athletes in terms of them taking care of their body. Uh, Jordan was a total assassin. Every game, every game, whether he was in the preseason, regular season, all-star, or the NBA, as you will know how he hit the shot on Utah to win the game just before he stripped the ball from Karl Malone. He scored basically four points in about 35 seconds. Mike wasn't scared of the moment. Um, neither was Kobe. Kobe was phenomenal and fearless. Um, Mike set the standard in terms of how you take care of your body. But as Mike got older, he smoked a little more cigars than probably he should. And he probably drank a little bit more and he and he gambled. He he liked he was a night owl. He was nocturnal. I don't think that was healthy for him long term, but that was who he was. Uh Kobe took those, took that. He had Michael Jordan as the replica, and he probably was more of a harder worker at his game than Michael Jordan was, and that is saying a lot. Because he wanted to be not like Mike, he wanted to be better than Mike. 
Mike wore 23. Kobe wore 24. Mike wore nine in the Olympics. Kobe wore 10 in the Olympics. One better than Jordan, famously said by Kanye West, right? But Kobe learned from MJ. MJ took Kobe under his wing. If you go do your research and see, listen to any interviews that Kobe's had and Mike's had over the years, Mike described him as his little brother. And Kobe said MJ took him under his wing. And he said he was able to, you know, Kobe said he practically talked to Jordan all the time, even some as far as every day. And Shaq asked him a question. He said, man, when you passed Michael Jordan, you realized you finally achieved, you know, beating Mike. I know you didn't get that sixth ring, but you, you passed him on the all-time scoring list. I know you got in the car that felt good. And Kobe was like, man, I thought I would feel good when I got in the car. And, but it didn't. Because he's like, MJ took me under his wing. And, you know, I talked to him all the time. I talked to him that day after I broke the record. And I just couldn't feel great about it because I wouldn't be here without the guidance and tool of having Michael Jordan at my disposal to ask him for advice. And he says, now I know I need to pass that along to the younger players. And over the last month or so, Kobe was passing that torch over to LeBron because he was trying to unite the Laker fans. The Laker fans were just, I'm Kobe. LeBron's got to win a championship. And Kobe was putting his arms around LeBron. See, LeBron and Kobe never had a, a, a the beef that the fans on social media had or Nick Wright and whoever, uh, but those guys were tight. You know, Kobe respected LeBron, and LeBron, sure enough, respected the hell out of Kobe. They were, they were solid. You know, like that relationship that Mike gave to Kobe. Kobe was trying to give it back to LeBron because that's what the greats do. Great people don't hate, especially when they see someone cut from the same cloth as them. You could have a street cat and a dude that's just a corporate guy cut from the same cloth and they could see eye to eye and have a mutual respect. It was like in Heat, when Pacino and De Niro, they one was on the right side of the law, one was on the wrong side of the law, but they had a mutual respect because they were one and the same. And... Jordan passed that knowledge down to Kobe because he knew Kobe was different. You can look at the games. You could tell Kobe, Jordan knew Kobe was different. But Jordan tried to go at Kobe. And he seen Kobe block his shot or go do a dunk. Mike said, get over here, young fella. Get in this box. Get this work. I got this. I am still Michael Jordan. Kobe's like, nah, I am Kobe Bryant. Nah, I am Michael Air Jordan. I'm the king. Kobe pulling on that cape, pulling on that cape. And they had some great battles. And Kobe learned from MJ. And he passed that torch 
to LeBron as he exited the game and he introduced Laker Nation to LeBron to embrace him. And I hope those Laker Nation fans can wrap their arms around the great King James because the torch has always been passed. Dr. J passed the torch to Jordan. You know, Magic eventually had to pass the torch to Jordan and so did Bird and Jordan passed it to Kobe and LeBron. And and it's just the way it is. And, and you got Kawhi waiting in the ring. And these are all the Michael Jordan, Dr. J, Elgin Baylor, Tree, you know, all these guys. And, you know, it, it just for me, because I only, I only in that tree saw Michael Jordan play in the moment. You know, you know, Kobe was the closest thing to Mike. Kobe played like a 90. I say Kobe played like a 93 version of Mike for most of his career. You know, and Kobe passed that torch to Kyrie Irving and Kawhi. And Kawhi is a, a 96, 97 version of Jordan for you young guys out there. Kawhi, and that is Michael Jordan after his prime. Jordan was so good after his prime that he had another different prime. It was his non-athletic, well, he was still very athletic, but he wasn't as freakishly athletic. But he was Kawhi. He was locking you up on the other end. He get the ball and he just puts it in a hole. Nothing fancy most of the time. He still could jump, but he didn't try to put all that effort into putting his body through that could get any shot he want, you know, took his time, had very good control, the pace of his game. His final season as a bull, he shot basically about 47%, which is about 3% under his career average, but he had a dislocated finger for most of the beginning of the season. But he was the MVP of the league, MVP of the All-Star game, and MVP of the finals. And he, he, Kobe Bryant, was trying to be like Mike. That is the Mamba mentality. The Mamba mentality is just cold word for be like Mike. Kobe Bryant learned from Mike. And he passed that on to LeBron in the Olympics in 08. He passed that to Kawhi. He passed that to... Kyrie Irving to Carmelo. You know, this is the Jordan tree. And Jordan got that knowledge from Elgin, uh, not Elgin Baylor, Dr. J. Dr. J pulled his coattail. You know what I'm saying? So in honor of Gigi and Kobe, I just wanted to take this time to do this podcast as a intro to the other podcast that I'm going to post here throughout the week. I was supposed to do something with my partner, but, you know, he's tied up at the moment. Um, the Mamba mentality is be like Mike. And although Kobe wasn't quite Mike, he was damn close. He was damn close, man. And I, I I didn't realize that Kobe and I were similar or 
Kobe, in a sense, was almost like watching myself when I interviewed him. And a lot of my homeboys would probably feel the same way, too, because we grew up Mike fans. And I, I embraced Kobe, but I always was hesitant to fully embrace him because I'm like, he's not quite as good as Mike. But it was I felt maybe I felt threatened to that he was a threat to Mike. But I never was against Kobe. But I envied him. Because I thought I was going to be six foot six and be in the NBA and play just like Mike. But in this parallel universe, I guess vicariously, I was Kobe out there. In the spiritual realm, Kobe actualized everything and he did some things better than Mike. He took care of his better body better than Mike. He took Mike's work ethic and did that times 10, which Mike had an insane work ethic. Um, and he worked on his craft. He, he was able to see some of Mike Jordan's weaknesses, which was really nothing. But if you had to nitpick, Mike wasn't as fluid with his left hand. He, he had a good left hand. Kobe's left hand was better. Um, and Kobe... Knew he didn't quite have the hands Michael Jordan had or jumped as high. So Kobe worked on his skill to make sure he could hit every shot Jordan hit with a degree of difficulty. And I have to say, you know, with 33,643 points, making Kobe fourth all time on the scoring list. One of six players with over 30,000 points, five titles, the second highest scoring game ever in the NBA with 81. I would probably for today say, number one, I have Mike Jordan. Number two, I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar also known as Lou Alcindor. Three, I have Magic Johnson. Four, I would say I have Kobe Bryant as the fourth best player of all time. Second greatest shooting guard of all time. LeBron at five. And that's my top five as of today. I had Kobe probably ranked seventh or eighth up until mid last year. But as time flies by and you're able to reflect on people's career, you get to appreciate them more. And, um, and I'm not one to take my top 10 lightly. I'm not going to get my entire top 10 today. But I'm not one to take my top 10 lightly. So I have to. I know some people got LeBron uh, two. I, I don't have LeBron two. He's got work to do. The rest of the guys in that top 10, LeBron is the only one still playing. So the rest of the guys, they can't do anything else more. So that list has to be sacred. So yeah, I moved Kobe up as I, I had better appreciation for what he did. And um, Kobe's the fourth greatest player of all time. 
and arguably the greatest Laker of all time. That's arguable. And um, I just want to say, Cole, we're going to miss you. I'm going to enjoy watching all your videos and your lessons and the things that Mike taught you. Um, you know, you represent it for our generation. Um, I want to say another thing. Bill Simmons said on his podcast on The Ringer, and go check him out. He's got a very good podcast. Um, it was the BS uh, pod. And he said that... Um, um, I lost my train of thought. Um, Kobe was... Uh, not a top 10 player. He had acknowledged that he thought Kobe was like a 12, 13 best player of all time. And I think he's rethinking that. And, uh, and you know, I've had to rethink it. And, you know, man, I, I, Sunday I, I, was, I was in shock. Um, my partner was crying. I didn't cry till later that night. I've cried several times. I feel sorry for everybody. I feel really sorry for the city of LA losing Nipsey Hustle just almost a year to the day, almost 60 days out. Um, LA's reeling. And uh, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if the Lakers are going to win the title this year because the Clippers are playing for Kobe Bryant too. They're, they're, it doesn't mean that the Lakers, I mean, I know the franchise, he played for them, but, you know, Kawhi was close with Kobe. Like I said, it's that MJ tree. And Kobe's that 93 version of Mike for the most of his career, and Kawhi is that 96, 97 version of Mike. Uh, D-Wade was like that 89 version of Mike. Russbrook was like that 86-year version of Mike. Mike was a better shooter, but if Kobe, if Westbrook could shoot, he would probably be the best player in the league. Uh, but with that being said, um, I'm scatterbrained on this because I'm coming off the top, but I got things wrote, written down and I don't want to step on my guests coming on the next one. But I love you, Kobe. You meant the world to my generation. And this is what I wanted to say about Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons said Kobe was the millennial Jordan. And I disagree with him because I seen Jordan from the beginning, from 86 to when he retired in 2002. And I saw Kobe when he came in in 96 till he retired three years ago. And Kobe and I are the same age. And me as an ex-lineal, and I'll, I'll tell you what that is in a later podcast, our little forgotten generation here that's not Generation X, where they don't really consider us millennials, so I just call us ex-lineals. Kobe wasn't this generation's Mike. He was this generation's Kobe. And if you like Kobe... If you love Kobe, you better sure as love Mike. And if you love Mike, you better sure as love Kobe. Because Kobe took that to heart. What it meant to be like Mike. And when you say Mamba mentality, remember, you trying to be like Mike.
Signing out for the culture. It's your boy, Ayo. R.I.P. Kobe. And his beautiful daughter, Gigi. And family of all those who lost somebody. Our thoughts and prayers are from you, from the hip-hop community, from the For the Culture community. And, uh, you know, I'm going to miss you, Kobe. We're going to miss you. We lost another king. And God bless you. Correct me if I'm wrong, you always playing a song, did you? That nigga all over the world, and I heard he got a girl, how you? Last night I saw his bins, you keep 